when you're having doubt or resistance to something that maybe you're feeling called to do it, but you're having some imposter syndrome or just doubt in general, it's very likely something that will improve your life in some way. Hey, it's your girl Jess. If you're new here, I'm a certified life coach and you are listening to The Unbarred Woman, the podcast created to empower women around the world to break free and live the life they want. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you are all having a wonderful day so far. For me right now when I'm recording this, it is a Tuesday evening and I am very cozy. I'm having a cup of tea. Since it's the evening, I'm having a caffeine-free tea which I've actually been trying to drink a little bit less caffeine. I think I'm going to touch on that more in a future episode because there's a lot to do with caffeine and women's health. So that's an episode that I have planned for the future. But currently I am drinking a tea that is called Jessie's Tea, ironically. (laughs) Did I buy it because of the name? Maybe. Uh, (laughs) But it's actually really delicious. It is a rooibos tea. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. I, I love my tea. The flavor of it is coconut and lavender. It's really just very calming and cozy, which felt like the vibe for tonight. So... Today's episode, I really want to talk about self-doubt, and I feel like this ties in really well with the first episode that I put out, because I think during the time that I stopped the last podcast, it was it was during the pandemic, but I was facing a lot of self-doubt. I had mentioned in the last episode that I really didn't feel like I had that much to say that I felt would offer value to your life. And I didn't want to be putting out content just for the sake of doing that. I really want this to be intentional. And I only want to put things out to you that I believe you will actually offer you value in some way, you know, whether that's entertainment or education. Maybe hopefully I can make you laugh a little bit. Uh, probably not. I'm not that funny. But my long-winded rant here is that I, today I want to talk about self-doubt. And I have been seeing some things online lately about self-doubt. And so I just want to dig into this a little bit more. My goal for this episode is to empower you, as with this entire podcast, the goal is to empower you to move past that self-doubt because usually that self-doubt is 
coming in possibly in a form of self-sabotage, which I could probably do a whole other episode on that at some point. But if you're feeling doubt about something, doubt in yourself about something, the chances are really high that that is actually something that you should be doing, that that is something that might align with your higher self. And maybe I should talk about that for a second. I like to use the phrase higher self. That's how I refer to it for myself. This could also be like the best version of yourself or basically it is the person that you want to be. When you're sitting here in your current place where you currently are in life and you look forward and you think, hmm, I'd really like to change this about myself. I would really like to, okay, an example in my own life, I'd really like to be more disciplined. I would like to have more self-discipline. I know that my higher self, my best version of myself is somebody who has more self-discipline. So that's kind of what I'm talking about when I refer to your higher self. Um, I feel like, you know, those two labels, shall we say, can be used interchangeably. But if you're ever (laughs) confused about what I'm talking about, that's what it is. So back to what I was saying, I feel that when you're having doubt or resistance to something that maybe you're feeling called to do it, but you're having some imposter syndrome or just doubt in general, it's very likely something that will improve your life in some way. So let's talk about this more today. I'm sure you know what self-doubt is, but just in case you're not entirely sure, It can be simply put as a lack of confidence in yourself and your abilities. So this could be showing up in multiple ways in your life. Some things that can cause us to doubt ourselves is, I know for myself, if there's anything that comes up that leads me to question an existing belief or emotion, then that in itself can even cause self-doubt. If I'm not 100% certain of a decision, or if I'm maybe feeling multiple emotions and somebody questions me on it, it's kind of like, oh, okay, like, am, is this what I'm feeling? Am I right in thinking this? Anything along those lines. It could also be, especially, especially for me anyway, 
if somebody that I love and care about, like I care about their opinion, if somebody reacts in a negative way to a decision that I made, or if I go and ask for advice and maybe I have an idea of what I want to do. And so I share that with them and they tell me that I shouldn't do that, then that can also cause doubt. Some other things are actually overly critical or overly involved parents. I feel like I don't want to hate on parents here. (laughs) We love parents. But when you have parents growing up who are overly involved in your life, that can cause you to just not be as confident in your own decisions. You might feel that you need to rely on their or somebody else's opinions. You may feel like you can't really make a decision for yourself without having to discuss that with somebody else. And that also leads me into being overly critical of yourself. Again, I feel like when we have overly critical parents growing up, that can very easily translate into us being overly critical of ourselves. And these are all ways that can cause self, that it can cause self-doubt in our lives. Even our past experiences, I feel like that's common sense one, I guess. Um, If we have a past experience, that's like, well, I failed before, so who knows if I might fail again. And again, that on that, a fear of failure, a fear of success, both of those things can cause doubt in ourselves or cause us to just question our decisions, question our actions. So when I was doing research for this episode, I came across a term called self-handicapping. And what that means is that when we have this doubt in us, we don't fully believe in ourselves. We may self-handicap, which means that it, like, it can be shown in many different ways. So I feel like the probably most common way, at least for me, is procrastination. Procrastination would fall under a self-handicap because it could be like you're feeling very doubtful of if whatever it is that you have to do will be successful, if you'll be able to do a good job at it. And like, let's, let's use the example of an exam at school. So if you, maybe it's a class that it's not really one of your strengths and you have an exam coming up and you're already all in your head, like, I don't know that I can do this. I don't think that I can do well at this. 
So you may put off studying for this exam. You may keep putting it off and putting it off solely because if you keep putting off studying for the exam and you then do not do well on the exam, you can blame it on the fact that you didn't study enough, that you didn't have enough time to study, that you procrastinated that. But if you took all of this time, you spent a whole week or so studying for this exam, and then you went into it, and you still didn't do well, then there was nothing that you could blame it on other than yourself, which that's a whole other thing to dig into, (laughs) but that's what self-handicapping is. Um, And that's only the one example of that. That's just procrastination. There are other things that fall under that. Some of them could be like being intoxicated. Like, let's say that I have, (laughs) here's a good one, actually. Let's say I have a workout scheduled for in the morning. I have a class scheduled, a workout class scheduled for the next morning. So I go out with my friends and drink maybe a little too much. It's like, okay, well, I didn't go to that workout class because I had a really fun night and I woke up in the morning not feeling well. That's why I didn't go to that workout class. I didn't, I, it wasn't because I just didn't want to go. Then some other ways that are kind of unhelpful (laughs) that we try to cope with self-doubt. Um, we might go the, uh, the complete opposite way and we might try to overachieve. We might push ourselves a little too hard because in our mind, it's like, well, I need to give this 110%, 120% to make sure that I do well at this. That can ultimately lead to burning out. And again, just isn't really a helpful way of dealing with self-doubt. We already spoke about imposter syndrome that can obviously come up here as well. Like, who am I to be the one doing this? And then there's also comparison, which I'm sure you have heard a lot about comparison. It is everywhere now in the self-development world. But comparison to others in like a negative way. So saying, well, I didn't get to be a doctor, let's say, because my family wasn't wealthy. My family couldn't afford to send me to school. And while all of these things could be true, I'm not at all saying that these things are not true. It's just simply that they're not helpful. So even, even though that fact is a, it is, it is a fact. It's true. But me thinking that does not at all improve my current situation. 
And that's the problem with these things, with these items that we just talked about, is that while they all may be true, it does not at all change or improve your current circumstances. So they are not helpful. They're not helpful ways to deal with this. We need to find better ways to deal with self-doubt that will actually allow us to move forward, to move past the self-doubt so that we can actually accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. So how do we do that? We can focus on unconditional self-worth, unconditional self-love. These are things that will help in any area of your life. Also, we can focus on our growth. So competence, confidence loop. I don't know if you've heard of that before, but what that means is that when, okay, so if you're starting out as a beginner at something, I'm going to use the example of playing my guitar. I decided two years ago that I was finally going to buy myself a guitar. I have been wanting to play guitar. I've been wanting to learn it since I was a teenager. And I finally decided two years ago that I was going to buy myself a guitar and start taking lessons. I was terrified. (laughs) Okay. I had a lot of doubt around this. But I bought the guitar, I signed up for lessons. And let me tell you, when I started those lessons, I was not good at all. Okay, it took me a while to be able to play even a single chord. It it was it was a process. But as I continued taking lessons and continued practicing, it grew my competence. And as I grew my competence, then that then means that my confidence grew. And so that that is the loop. As you gain competence, you then gain confidence. And as you have more confidence, you're going to continue to gain more competence. And it just keeps going in this cycle. So basically, what that means is just start. Whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to accomplish, just start it. As you're starting it, as you're doing it, you are going to get better at it. You can't get better at something unless you are actually doing it. So just start. You will continue to get better And as you continue to get better, you will become more confident in it. Some practical tools that we can use would be my my very first one that I would suggest is to journal. So journal on like challenging these limiting beliefs or quote unquote weird assumptions. I don't know if you watch Michelle B on YouTube, but I just watched one of her videos last week or the week before where she was saying how she does not use the term limiting beliefs because it seems like something that's so 
big, so challenging to get past. So she likes to use the term weird assumptions, which I completely agree with her. I think that calling it weird assumptions makes it seem much smaller. It makes it seem more doable. Um, So yeah, let's journal and challenge these limiting beliefs or weird assumptions. And so I have a few journal prompts for you that you can use. I would start out by asking yourself, in the situation that you're in, ask yourself, what is the story I'm telling myself? So when you're in a situation of doubting yourself, you're very likely telling yourself a story. You have something going through your mind. I like to use the story, um, what story I'm telling myself from... I believe that's from Brene Brown, and she uses it to help kind of decipher her thoughts, to separate herself from her thoughts. So what is the story I'm telling myself? I have this thing that I'm trying to work on, that I'm trying to do, but I'm doubting myself for whatever reason. So what is the story that's going through my mind right now that's holding me back? Once you have that story, then ask yourself, is there any evidence that it's true? You might have the answer of no, (laughs) there's no evidence that this is true. And if that's the case, if you have no evidence that it's true, then ask yourself, why is that story even coming up? Okay, like challenge it. If the answer is yes, maybe there is some evidence that it's true, then how can you make this time different? So let's say, to be super vulnerable here, the podcast, okay? Last time that I had the podcast, I could look at that And say that I failed because I gave up on the podcast. So that would be, okay, sure, there's some evidence that that's true. But how I can make this time different is by planning ahead, working ahead. Um, You know, I I can list out all of these ways that I can make this time different. And this way, like, even though you may still be doubting yourself, you're going to have enough forward momentum, enough action, that you're likely going to be able to at least move past that doubt. If, If you can just get moving on it, then that momentum should help keeping you to go forward. And like we talked about before, if you're moving forward, if you've started it, you're going to get better at it and you're going to become more confident. Once you've done the journaling part, then I would also bring in positive self-talk because We are truly our own biggest critic. 
I, I know that I can look at something that I've done that I've created and I can probably pull it to pieces. Whereas that same piece of work I could send to somebody else I could put out into the world and it could be accepted, fully accepted. So we are our own biggest critic and our positive self-talk is really very important. We are our thoughts, like our thoughts become our actions and that becomes our life. So we really want to be pumping ourselves up, you know? And I, I know that sometimes that can be really hard to do. I hope that there are sources around you, like podcasts or maybe people that you follow on social media, hopefully friends and family members, people that you love and support you that you have these other sources around you that when you are maybe struggling to have that positive self-talk, that you can reach out to somebody or you can listen to something and be reminded of just how incredible you are and how powerful you are and just like (laughs) how amazing you are. And then kind of tying into that is affirmations. Affirmations are really helpful if you're at a point where you are trying to move past something and you're really struggling with it, then again, it does tie in with the positive self-talk, but it could be replacing something. So if you have, if you have a thought that's constantly coming up in your mind, that's negative that's unhelpful. You can find an affirmation, a positive affirmation to replace that negative thought with. And it's not going to happen overnight. Anytime that you have that negative thought, you can just stop yourself, be like, oh, okay, hold on. I know that this is something that comes up. And just tell yourself the positive affirmation that you've chosen to replace that with. And eventually it will become more seamless. Eventually we hope that that positive affirmation will take the place of that negative self-talk. Positive affirmations. And then finally, I would say self-compassion. You need to have compassion for yourself We are all human and doubting ourselves is a very human thing. We are all going to go through it. I am positive that even the most affluent people, I'm sure that Oprah doubts herself, okay? Like, it's a very human thing to deal with and we need to just offer ourselves compassion in that moment. If you are beating yourself up about it or saying, you know, like, oh my goodness, I'm so frustrated with myself. Like, why can I not just let this go? I just want to do this thing and 
every day that I don't do it, I'm just falling further behind. By the way, these are all things that I have said to myself. But if we can, instead of beating ourselves up, because that doesn't help anything at all, if we can offer ourselves compassion and say, you know what? Like, that I'm a human. <laughs> I'm human. And this is very normal. And I'm going to choose to do something about it. And I'm, I'm going to move forward. But I don't need to do this in a negative, harmful, hurtful way. I can, I can choose to show myself love and compassion in this moment. And that does not mean that I'm not going to reach my goal. It does not mean that I am just simply accepting where I'm at. It just means that I am not going to hurt myself. I'm not going to talk poorly to myself. I'm going to love myself, show myself compassion, and work my way through this. So that is the episode that I have today on self-doubt. I hope that these tools will help you out, will help you to be able to work past any self-doubt that you're currently facing. I would love to answer any questions that you may have to answer them on the podcast. If you have a question about anything, then you can send it to me on Instagram at jessvanrose, that's J-E-S-S-V-A-N-R-O-S-E, and I will put it on the podcast and answer the question for you there. If I, if you send me a question and I do post it, please know that I will never share your last name. And if you don't even want me to share your first name, then I can definitely do that. You can let me know if you want to go by something else. But yes, I would love to answer any questions that you have and to talk about any topics that you are curious about. So yeah, just reach out to me on Instagram. I think that's it for today, guys. Hopefully this was helpful and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and I will chat with you next time.